In today's show, we've got news about Magic Band Plus coming, <laughs> Cosmic Rewind news, first voyages on the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, headline news, meetups, trivia, and so much more all on today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. So glad that you're here. Before we get too far into it, I want to make sure that we give a big shout out to our good friends over at Destinations to Travel. Uh, they are the tip top number one company if you want to book any type of vacation. But if you're coming to Disney, whether it's Disneyland, Disney World, or any of the Disney parks around this globe, you definitely want to talk to our friends at Destinations to Travel. Uh, there's a couple of things I want to point out to you. First of all, they're going to be making, we think, a Disney dining plan announcement very soon. Now, I don't know if that's weeks, days, or a month or so, but if you want to be on the list to receive a notification as soon as that announcement happens, because trust me, it'll come out like early, early in the morning, and uh, what they'll do is they'll probably shoot you an email the second it comes out. It's probably already written. They're just going to drop the info in, and they're going to send it right to you. Uh, or if you're one of those chosen few who want to book your Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser adventure, my friends, the thing you need to do is to go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel. And uh, is that is that two different ones? No, it's the same uh, thing. Yeah. We've added some extra things on there. So if you're interested in the Star Cruiser, uh, click on the link, fill out the form, and there are some special bookings for uh, pass holders and DVC and Disney cool. Visa Club, uh, Disney Visa card members that are coming soon. They're going to, I think it's uh, Club 33, uh, DVC and pass holders, and then Visa, and then it will open up to the public. And if you want to get a shot at any of that, uh, fill out that form. And send it to us so that we can get that to the uh, destinations to travel folks that will be in touch with you. Cool. They're going to go quick. Yep. So go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel. And uh, we want to say thank you so much to our good friends over destinations to travel for supporting the show. How was uh, how's your weekend weekend, my friend? It was pretty good. Not too uh, bad. Um, so go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, how was the uh, the anniversary shenanigans for you? Anniversary shenanigans? Yeah, Disney oh. anniversary, you oh. know, yeah. 50. Yeah, I really didn't do anything on Friday. Uh, I didn't attempt to go to a park, nor nor did I want to, because they were too crowded. Yeah. Um, I uh, watched the special on ABC. I watched the uh, Disney Enchantment stream on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not thoroughly impressed. <laughs> I watched a media event that they had. Um, I went to Disney Springs on Saturday. I saw a movie, ate at Splitsville, and then did nothing on Sunday. 
You know, what movie did you go see? Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> what were your thoughts on Dear Evan Hansen? Yeah, not so good. I saw the uh I saw the Too touring much singing. Company. Yeah, you were there. You saw the touring company. Didn't no. you come? Oh, you no. missed you skipped that one. Yeah. Oh my god. My my problem with it is the fact that the guy playing Evan Hansen is like horrible. 30. He's 30 or really close to 30 and it's just like ugh. Yeah. And it's just not it's not my favorite musical. No. The music's good. There's some really great music there, but it's like Dude, seriously, mm. you've done what you saw. I'm not. How do I say this? Um, I like musicals, and maybe I'm just jaded. I'm more like Roger Hammerstein musicals, you know, like South Pacific or something like that. That is a musical to me. This was not a musical. This was bad singing from a bad actor in a bad movie. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. And send those comments to <laughs> Lou at WDWRadio.com. That's kind of how we feel about it. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I had no desire to see it, uh-huh. you know, and I've seen the musical, and my problem with it was it's like, this musical is going to change your life. No, it's not. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, It does not have yeah. an uplifting message. There's no, no positive message. There's no redeeming character arc. There's yeah. just none of that. Yeah. Everybody except Evan Hansen. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we wanted to go see Skyfall, but it was only either at like seven thirty or ten. I'm like seven thirty. I'll be sleeping. You yeah. mean no time to die? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it was. Same movie. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, it was it, both times were way late, and then way late. Yeah, because <laughs> so, yeah. it's the longest Bond film ever. Yeah. yeah. It's duper long, boys and girls. Anywho, back on the Disney stuff. Yeah. Um, we we were not feeling great, actually. Both Sid and I were not feeling really good. In fact, we had to bail out of a, a dinner on Saturday, uh, primarily because we're getting ready to go on a cruise. Uh, and A, we didn't want to get anybody sick. We got the test came back negative, so that's not a concern. But it was just like, I don't want to get anybody sick. And in this day and age, you never know. And then plus, we wanted to be healthy enough because we both have to get you know, PCR test tomorrow and we want to make sure that we don't screw that up. So we just said, you know what, we're going to just lay low. So we hung around the house and, and uh, fiddled around here. And then Sunday we felt better. So we went to, there's a new uh, sports place in uh, uh, um, 192 near our house. So we went, mm-hmm. uh, it's called walk-ons. So we went there and hung out, watched the Browns win. So that's kind of our night. It's good. Go Niners. Go Browns. Hello. Anywho, uh, that was weird. Um, do you really watch the the San Francisco 49ers? No. Okay. I just, I just picked the team at random. Oh, pretty good. Go Jets. Uh, go Jets. J E T S. Go Jets. Uh, all right. Anywho, anything else you want to add? Go whatever team Tom Brady's on. Oh, God. Gross. Anywho. <laughs> Uh, anything else you want to add? No, I got nothing. All right, kids, there's nothing else we can do but get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Well, this will make our buddy over at uh, DVC News very happy. Disney Vacation Club reveals enhanced and expanded accommodations coming to the villas 
at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Uh, the expansion will add approximately 200 proposed resort studios, a Disney Vacation Club room type unique to the villas at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Uh, at the same time, Existing villas, including deluxe studios, one and two bedroom villas, and three bedroom grand villas, will also be enhanced. Uh, the proposed new resort studios will feature two, count them, two queen size beds and a day bed with room for up to five guests. Unless you want to stack them up like cordwood. Uh, there is uh, a room for every type of traveler at the villas at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. And guests can access, access them all. The existing villas will also receive exciting enhancements. Um, the deluxe studios at the resort can also uh, accommodate up to five guests. And will feature a queen-size bed, a pull-down queen-size bed that tucks away seamlessly into the wall and a charming pull down bunk size bed. Perfect for the little ones, man. When Dizzy discovered those like Murphy bed things, they yeah. went all out. They're like, Hey, we need a lot of those. <laughs> we, we can do that. So we can have one room to become a bedroom for five people. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, for an even grander stay, families staying in spacious one or two bedroom villas will enjoy the comforts of home while staying inside the magic trademark. These accommodations will offer full kitchens and large living areas, as well as added conveniences like modern appliances, a farmhouse sink, and a washer and dryer. Living areas will feature a new pull-down queen-size bed along with a pull-down bunk-sized bed that folds away to be hidden beneath the media center. It's actually the media center. So, you know. Uh, for larger families and multi-generational vacations, uh, guests will enjoy plenty of room and comfort in the three-bedroom grand villa. These spacious accommodations sleep up to 12 guests with two bedrooms that include Two queen-size bed each, along with a primary bedroom that features a king-size bed. Three bedroom grand villas also boast a dining area and an expansive living room. Charming accents to the rooms include Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse Victorian-themed silhouettes and other artwork featuring Mary Poppins and Dumbo. Interesting. Yeah. I understand the Mary Poppins because they have it in the other one, but now why are we adding Dumbo? To the mix. What does he have to do with the Grand Floridian? Uh, because there's really no other place that features Dumbo. And everybody loves Dumbo. He's a flying elephant. Yeah. They just a movie about him a couple of years ago. Yeah. I am sure you were just as excited as I was, John, when this <laughs> next announcement came out. I was very excited, Tony. Thank you for asking. <laughs> because they still don't do what they were promised to do. <laughs> Happy birthday, John. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's all they wanted. <laughs> so Magic Band Plus, the third iteration, uh, will debut in 2020 and uh, Walt Disney World Resort as part of the 50th anniversary celebration. The original Magic Band was introduced in 2013. Can you believe it was that long ago? Uh, at Walt Disney World, making... Uh, yeah, because... I don't think any other park has the band. I think we're the only ones. Uh, they don't do this anywhere else. It's just no. For some reason, we 
get the pleasure of this pain. Great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> making the guest experience in the theme parks and resorts more convenient and hands-free for things like the park and guest room entry, retail, yeah. dining, photo pass, and much more. Magic Band Plus will retain those popular features and add functionality that unlocks new moments of magic for you. After guests enter a theme park, uh, Magic Band Plus will come alive at various times with color-changing lights, haptic vibrations, and gesture recognition. The wearable will allow guests to engage with favorite Disney moments in new ways, including you can play like a bounty hunter in Galaxy Far, Far Away and find virtual bounties throughout Black Spire Outposts in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios. You can interact with the Disney Fab 50 character collection and the golden sculptures that are spread throughout the Walt Disney World theme parks. Experience nighttime spectaculars in a new way as you see the band light up and complement the magic in the skies, including Harmonious at Epcot and Disney Enchantment at the Magic Kingdom. Magic Band Plus will be available for, guess what? Purchase. Mm. Beginning next year, including a discounted pre-arrival price for Disney Resort hotel guests, as well as new and renewing Walt Disney World annual pass holders. Current Magic Bands will continue to be available, too, along with the complimentary Disney Magic Mobile service that extends your Magic Band features such as park, park entry to smart devices. So help me out here. Sure. Because I'm not, I don't, I don't think I'm tracking with this. So we've got regular old magic bands. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the magic bands are going to have some additional features like glowing and haptics and that kind of stuff. And gesture stuff. Yeah. Gesture stuff. Okay. I kind of understand that. But weren't we getting rid of the Magic Bands for the new only on cell phone thing? Or is this Magic Band Plus the answer to those people who don't have cell phones? It's uh, for the uh, older generation that don't have cell phones. Well, they're not going to really dig the haptics and they're not really going to understand the hand gestures things. I mean, that. Mm-hmm. It's mm. also for the millennials that, you know, want to be noticed. The snowflakes. Okay. So. How much is are these magic bands? Oh, they did not say. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, I, I'm going to say this. I, I'm going to say they're going to go between twenty nine and thirty four dollars a band, because now they have lights in them, they have vibrator things in them, uh, so there's extra things they're cramming into it. The design is almost the same, just a little bit thicker. And around where the puck is is now where the light things are going to go. Yeah, see that I'm looking at a picture. Yeah. So um, I, I think Dude. today's magic bands are going like between fourteen and twenty nine, depending on the design. I think these are going to go higher than that. I think these are going to go to the thirty four dollar range. Uh, I think they're probably going to be up to fifty bucks if they're like the Good. custom ones. Sure, if they're uh, a limited edition of five hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see them going forty nine. Yeah, if they're the plain colors, I yeah. get it. But like you know, the the Epcot one and the Walt Disney World, the Walt, the Walt one, yeah, 
Yeah. I, I can't see that going for yeah. less than 50. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, a thing I'm, I'm trying is uh, I had opted out of the biometric. Really? To, to enter the parks. Yes. So now when I go, I go to the turnstile and I have to tell the cast member I've opted out to the biometric. They have to get a plaid to come over and tap my thing and then manually enter me into the park on their iPad. I'm sure they love that. uh, It's an extra step for me. I, you know, keeps a plaid cast member. I guess employed for a while. (laughs) Because you don't want to touch the thing. Uh, yeah, I just want to see what it was like, what the process was, and yada yada. I'm sure I can opt back in if I wanted to. I'm sure you can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm like, all right, let's try for a while and see what happens. You know? Thanks. So, I uh, want to know how it goes as my experience uh, <laughs> continues. How's your experience? It sucks. Mm. Uh, I'm putting my finger back on the thing and I'm immediately wiping it off with uh, on, a, on, on the cast member's shirt. Yeah, don't don't do that. Don't ever touch a cast member. Tony's joking. Don't ever touch a cast member. Unless the cast member wants you to touch them. That's a whole other ballgame. That's not going to happen in the parks. Anyway, Gall- Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind will be opening sometime in 2022 at the Epcot. Uh, uh, we've heard from our friends on Xander that I can't read this with a straight face. That's right. Our friends from Xander will open the first Otherworld Showcase Pavilion at Epcot next year, inviting us on an intergalactic chase through space and time. Space, space, space. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is a family-friendly adventure featuring a totally new type of roller coaster experience that Disney's not ever used before. Uh, Disney's developing uh, this just for this attraction. It's a story coaster that rotates 360 degrees, so you're always focused on all the action as you help the Guardians save the galaxy. Not only that, but Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind will also feature the first reverse launch on a coaster in Disney history and is one of the longest enclosed coasters in the world. As a massive experience that will match the scale and adventures of the Guardians of the Galaxy films. As part of the ongoing transformation of Epcot, Disney's infusing the park with love and uh, dis- infusing the park that we love and cherish with more ways to dream, be inspired, and to connect with our world and other galaxies. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is going to be a big step in that direction, and Disney cannot wait for you to experience it. So, um, I'll, I, let me say this. If, if you're, if you just started listening or if you've only been listening for a short amount of time, there's one thing that I want to get out there. Dis, uh, Tony and I love the Disney parks. We love them Correct. and we, we love them and we're passionate about them and we care about them for different reasons. Um, and we also love the people who created it. You know, going all the way back to Roy and Walt. So when they start doing these things and these press announcements come out, I sound really snarky, not so much Tony, and I know that, and I apologize. But the thing that bothers me is they're trying to convince us that this is the first time ever. If you read if you read this press statement the way that it is, this is the first roller coaster of its kind. It's not. It's been something that's used 
in a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. And I, I say all that because I'm getting tired of being told that we're pushing technology because we're not. And I watched a video a few weeks ago and I shared it with Tony of someone who does what we do. He talks about the parks. They love it. And, and the struggle for me is it's like they focused on this ride specifically. And that's why, you know, it, it kind of grinds me. I cannot wait to ride it because I love the Guardians Galaxy. They're my favorite Marvel team up. Uh, and I love the movies. So I'm really excited about this. But, you know, just don't try to con me that this is something special and unique. It, yeah. It's going to be special because it's Guardians of the Galaxy. It's going to launch. It's going to be a reverse launching coaster. Great. And it's not the first time they've ever launched a coaster backwards. Right. You know, um, it's just, it's just how, you know, marketing works and it, it drives me crazy. Now it is going to be the largest indoor roller coaster of its kind, but you know, uh, I, I just, I just want this to be great. And I think Disney is, is using all of their marketing to cover up the fact that they're just giving us the least about imagination that they want to spend the money on. Yep. You know, I hear. So, cause like we also heard the same thing for Remy, Remy, Remy's Ratatouille adventure was supposed to be like a, a groundbreaking new technology. And they got the same thing over in Tokyo, Disney sea or Tokyo, Shanghai Paris with, the no 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 oh. with the haunted mansion attraction oh, yeah the haunted mansion attraction is a rideless opera heck man we've got it at the uh at the uh runaway rise. rail it's the yeah. same thing yeah. rise of the resistance same thing yeah. yeah uh hey if you ever want to take a trip into space now's your chance the first voyages on the star wars galactic star cruisers are beginning march 1st 2020 and general bookings will begin October 28th, 2021. Yeah. Dear Disney Reservation cast members, <laughs> I am so sorry that October 28th and beyond, you will be working 12-hour shifts. Pack to, a lunch. Pack a to lunch. To try and pack all pack these things. Uh, the inaugural voyage is going to take place March 1st. General bookings will uh, begin on March 28th, as we mentioned. Some Disney people will get access to the reservations before the 28th. Uh, first will be your Club 33 and Golden Oak residents. They're going to get first whack at uh, getting a vacation booked. Then you'll have your Disney vacation members and pass holders. They'll get the second whack at this. And Disney Visa card members will have the third chance before the general public does this. And each of them only has a two-day window. Two days, two days, two days, and then they're done. And if they don't book it in those two days, they're out. And then they have to wait for the general uh, 28th. Uh, so if you are a Club 33 or Golden Oak resident, you will be informed by email when you can book and how you can book it. Vacation Club members will also get an email of when and how you can book it. Mm-hmm. Pass holders will receive an email with a PIN number 
that you must give to your travel agent to book the trip. Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, Disney Visa card members, when your window opens, you will receive an email and you only can book your trip using your Disney Visa credit card. Mm-hmm. So you better hope you have a very high spend limit <laughs> if you're taking a family of four because that's going to be expensive. You gotta start paying off some crap, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Start paying it down. That's right. Pay yep. it down and then rack it back up. Yep. Which Disney is very grateful for, yep. I'm sure. Yep. We uh we would love to invite you to come try out our Patreon group, which is a, a group of Disney fans who like to support the show and get up to three extra shows each week. We talk about different things and uh, we make it fun. It's a little bit lighter. Uh, you know, we're trying to cram as much news as possible. So we get to kind of like relax and talk a little bit more. Uh, so you want to go to disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash Patreon, uh, where you can, uh, you can support the page for like $5 a month and you get access to two extra shows. You can support it at 10 bucks a month and you get another show. So you get three shows. You can also go up to a level where you can pay for the, you know, support the show, get three, uh, get three additional, uh, shows to listen to. Plus you get the Disney by the numbers t-shirts delivered directly to you. You don't have to reply to the emails. You're not going to miss it. Uh, and if you want to pay for the year in advance, You'll save 10%. Uh, and did I mention that at every level, there's some really cool Disney swag that we send you as well. Uh, plus, we also do a live show at 7 p.m. Eastern time when Facebook is up and running, that is. Uh, we'd love to have you try it out. Uh, give it a whirl over at DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon. And we want to thank each and every one of our patrons for supporting the show and keeping us live and on the air. All right. Uh, We have a slight change in our Christmas call. It is now going to be December 10th. That's a Friday, December 10th at 6 p.m. And we are going to start at the Outer Rim. So come and join us December 10th, the Outer Rim at 6 p.m. for some Christmas fun and frolic. Mm. Okay, so um, make sure you mark your calendars, new date, new time. December 10th, 6 p.m., Monterey Coral. Be there. We'll be squared. Nice. Um, yeah, we can see the new Monorail lights. hey Yeah, it's great. Yeah, looks fantastic. Uh, hey, last week's trivia question was this. Mickey Mouse Club debuted on ABC TV in what year? And that year was 1955. hey That's when uh, the Disney Company came into an agreement with ABC. And they sponsored all the shows and everything aired on ABC. Nice. Uh, that's also how they funded the uh, creation of Disneyland. Truth. For those that don't know. Truth. The winner is Rekha, R-E-K-H-A. She uh, knows who she is, and uh, it's in the mail. Literally, it is. Nice. This trivia question this week is this, John. You ready? Yeah, I am ready. What are Hades' minions in Hercules called? His two little compadres. Park Upper John. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> if you think you know the correct answer, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. 
So there's some new culinary stories unfolding at Walt Disney World Resort during the world's most magical celebration. Uh, new food selections for the aforementioned magical celebration honoring the 50th anniversary bring Walt's vision to life in new ways, offering nods to the resort's past while pushing culinary adventures to exciting new places during the 18th month uh, event. Uh, these include theme park classics and inspiration from some of Walt Disney's favorite meals. Franks and beans. Was it beans and chili? Chili. That's right. Chili. Uh, along with novel dishes and drinks full of color, whimsy, and a touch of iridescent shimmer. Got to get that word in. Uh, Walt's personal recipes, past and present attractions, and nostalgic dishes from 1971 all serve as inspiration for the creative and whimsical food and beverages specially made for the world's most magical celebration. Walt's palate was relatively simple, with some of his favorite meals including meat and potatoes, chili, prime rib hash, well, at least it was prime rib, and fried chicken along with lemon, apple, chocolate, and bread pudding desserts. Dizzy chefs looked in his recipes from the archives and reimagined them for the 50th anniversary celebration. The chefs and mixologists also drew inspiration from iconic opening day attractions. Highlights of some of the items give a nod to the past, including at the Magic Kingdom, the Toad Burger at Friar Tuck. Is it made of toads? I was going to say no toads were damaged. <laughs> or not. Or not. If it's green, don't eat it. Uh, the pressed penny silk pie over at Casey's Corner. Is it made of pennies? Uh, no. How are they doing silk pie Casey's Corner? I don't know. I mean. You know it's made somewhere else. And yeah, of then. course. Uh, Squid's Revenge at the BR Guest Restaurant. The Marceline Missouri Mudslide at the Plaza Restaurant. Uh, Mission to Mars Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. And the Happy Haunts milkshake at the Columbia Harbor House. <laughs> because nothing says, uh, drink me like a milkshake and uh, fish and chips. Yeah. Mm -mm. Mm. <laughs> Over at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park, you get cheese fries with Walt's chili and Walt's favorite chili on a foot-long hot dog at Restaurant Osaurus. See, now that and belongs at the plaza. Right. That makes more sense over there. But, yeah. you know... Uh, the 50th Celebration Chocolate Gatao over at Tiffin's. At Hollywood Studios, you get the filet mignon with Walt's hash at the Hollywood Brown Derby. And at Etcot, they've got the mini chocolate bunt cake at the Sunshine Seasons. And at Disney Springs, there's a few, a uh, couple at least, the 50th Anniversary Celebration Petite Cake at Amaret's Patisserie and the 50th Celebration Chocolate Bundle at the Ganachery. Over at the resorts, there's the 50th Celebration Souffle at the Contemporary Resort. Mm. But where? At all the restaurants? I would probably say Steakhouse 51. Probably. 50th Anniversary Vintage Mini Brown Betty Profiterol over at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. That makes sense. Uh, the Chicken Dinner What? The Chicken Dinner Cupcake Trio at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Chicken Dinner Cupcake Trio. I guess you get chicken and a cupcake and something else. And or then you get chicken and a cupcake. Yeah, that sounds great. And then you get the Braised Lamb Shank at, Colorado, at uh, Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. 
And if you're looking for some novelties, more than a dozen novelty items uh, developed for Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary are available October 1st of 2021, with more new items expected throughout the remainder of the world's most magical celebration. Novelty items, including popcorn buckets, here we go. Popcorn buckets, mugs, and sippers are featured across the theme parks, resorts, water parks, and Disney Springs. The characters' new iridescent fashions inspire the Mickey Mouse popcorn bucket and the Minnie Mouse sipper. They do not come as a set. While the resort's refillable mugs offer two, count them, two distinct art styles. One celebrating the 50th anniversary and another showcasing Disney Resort hotels and Walt Disney World transportation. They gave the Mickey bar wrapper. A, it's got the new iridescent Mickey with the 50th logo on it. Cool. So, yeah. Which I said, oh, that was nice of them to update the wrapper. Yeah, get it, it out of the 70s. Yeah. It's interesting to see where they push their creativity. Yeah. 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 You know? Yep. Yeah. Just it's a crazy. thought. Uh, Talk about creativity. Technology has always been a part of the magic. And uh, at Disney, they are now pushing the boundaries of technology and innovation to entertain our guests with creative experiences that are unlike anything in the world. Sorry. Anything in the world? There you go. That was a bad echo. Today at Disney Parks and Experiences and Products, currently run by Pop Jarvik, uh, they continue to innovate by inventing and investing in technology, embracing what it can mean to be a Disney experience, seamlessly integrating the physical and digital worlds to help you navigate our properties and platforms, immerse yourself in stories, connect with those you love, and share your unforgettable experiences around the world. Over the past few years, their Imagineers have de- developed amazing technology for attractions uh, such as Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, the Spider-Man acrobatic robot that soars over the Avenger campus. Uh, you might have also caught a glimpse of what they are working on for the future, including a real lightsaber that will debut at Star Wars Galaxy Star Cruiser at Walt <laughs> Disney World Resort. If they're yeah. going to sell that, Yeah, that's just a it, it. It's a free check to write whatever people it's, will pay whatever they they put on that. It's just printing money, kids. Just just printing money. That's all you gotta do. It's just print money. What? Oh, that was it. That was all you're gonna do. I'm sorry, I missed the cue. You okay? Can you not hear me? Can you not hear me? Hello? No, I can't hear hear you. Hang on. Go ahead. Check, check. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay, now I can hear you. Yep. That was weird. I didn't do anything, I swear to God. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so whatever they put as a price tag on this thing, they'll be able to sell because nobody's going to say, oh, God, that's too much. Yeah. (laughs) No. Uh, they're also doing a free roaming Groot robot uh, character, 
or a full-size exoskeleton that may one day bring the largest characters to life in new ways never thought possible. To bring a little bit more magic into your home, the Alexa Experience, they are announcing the availability of a new inspired standalone for Echo Show 5. So you have to have an Echo Show 5 or above. This uh, OtterBox Den series case brings the fun of Disney to your home with a playful design stand. As they kick off the 50th anniversary celebration, they're excited about the ways technology will add to the celebration and beyond, beyond, beyond. Today, they're announcing a project with Amazon called Hey Disney. With it, they've created their own custom assistant using Disney stories, characters, and more, all built on the Amazon Alexa technology. Whether you're at home or in one of their resort rooms, soon you will be able to use the Echo device to interact with your favorite Disney, Pixar, Star Wars characters, no mention of Marvel there, with Hey Disney will make your vacation even more meaningful and more fun. It will entertain and delight you at home. It raises the bar for the immersive storytelling with authentic character voices, unique audio environments inspired by their films and destinations, and more than a thousand magical interactions to discover. And by the way, it will be a paid service for you at home. Uh, make a note. This is another good idea for a show because what what's the one thing that we know about the uh, the devices that we have in our houses that they're doing all day every day, listening to us. And the the only thing that keeps me sane about that is I can go into my phone and I can delete that. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, when you're on vacation, who's in control of that device? Huh. Let me think for a second. And will you have the ability, because you can't verbally tell it to do that. Mm-mm. So don't tell your kids about this. Well, every Alexa device has got a mute button on the top that turns the mic off. Right. I wouldn't trust that as far as you can throw them. Yeah. But don't tell your kids about this. Get There's also the a plug. You can unplug it. Unplug it. That's what I was going to say. Get in there and unplug that thing as fast as humanly possible. If you you're know, paranoid. I, yeah, if you're like me. Sorry. Uh, so now we've got some select Epcot entertaining entertainment returning for Walt's 50th anniversary. After being cut due to COVID, uh, select contracted Epcot entertainment is set to return as a part of Walt Disney's 50th anniversary celebration. After taking their bows on March 25th, the following entertainment acts will be returning to Epcot. Uh, the Matsuriza Taiko, uh, Taiko Drummers in the Japan Pavilion, mm-hmm. Alberta Bound in the Canada Pavilion, and Sergio the Mime and Juggler in the Italy Pavilion. Uh, currently, there is no word on whether other cut entertainment will be returning, like the British Revolution in the United Kingdom Pavilion. Uh, so keep your eyes open. Maybe so, maybe not so much. Yep. Hey, John, you can celebrate the spooky season with the Disney Halloween playlist. 
Sweet. Uh, so these are featured on, I think, Spotify and Amazon and Hulu and all your right. other listening channel thingies. Uh, Disney fans can get into the spirit of the season at the Disney Halloween, uh, ha- Disney Halloween playlist featuring Halloween favorites from Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas to the Grim Grimming Ghost. I mean, who doesn't have that soundtrack? Right. That's number one. Uh, the Disney Halloween playlist puts everyone in the Halloween mood with spooky classics from The Nightmare Before Christmas, Hocus Pocus, plus new music from Disney Plus, special Muppets Haunted Mansion, and villainous songs from Disney movies like Mother Knows Best, from Tangled, Shiny from Moana, and Trust in Me from The Jungle Book. Uh, the playlist also features new updated versions of Calling All Monsters, from the McCain sisters and Disney music group's acclaimed a cappella group, Decapella, rendition Whoa. of Come Little Children from Hocus Pocus, as well as Descendants Melody. Mm. But those are not the only treats that Disney music has in store for Halloween. The Coco Dia de Muertes playlist celebrates music from Disney's Pixar Coco, including Remember Me and Unpoco Loco. Uh, the Complete Descendants uh, playlist features music from Disney's channel, original movie Descendants, plus zombies and more. And Disney Villains playlist reminds us how it is good to be bad with classics like Ursula's Poor Unfortunate Souls mm. in The Little Mermaid, Scars Be Prepared from The Lion King, as well as new favorites like Florence and the Machines, Call Me Cruella from Cruella. And B.B. Rex's You Can't Stop the Girl from Maleficent's Mistress of Evil. And for the younger kitties, you got Vampire, McStuffins, Puppy Dog Pals, uh, Wild Disney Spooky Sounds offer a collection of creepy songs and sound effects from Tim Burton's Frankenweenie, uh, Mickey's Monster Bash, and others. All of that uh, starts. Oh, there's a good podcast you need to listen to it's called uh, disney's four f-o-r scores and that's a whole series uh and you can listen to danny elfman talk about some of his stuff oh, um wow. yeah uh i've been listening to a couple of that I, I started listening to the alan menken one so mm-hmm. uh it's all the disney music people uh that they're having disney's four scores podcast so go check that that's, out that's yeah cool Okay. Uh, Disney World 50th Anniversary Magic Mobile Designs are now available. Did you take advantage of this when you went the other day? Yes, I did. Oh, sweet. Uh, The Magic Mobile Designs are now available. The My Disney Experience updated the app with a bunch of cute Disney World 50th Anniversary images and backgrounds. One of the coolest changes was the Magic Mobile Ticket Design. Previously, you could choose generic Mickey or a number of classic characters for your ticket. Uh, if you were an annual pass holder, you got a few decent ticket images to choose from, like Orange Bird. Uh, now they have added new colors with the Fab 50 statues. All of the new designs feature the new 50 logos in gold, and uh, you can check all of them out. Uh, of, uh, you can check all of them out at the My Disney Experience. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of uh, cell phone wallpapers you can download that have the 50th yeah. anniversary stuff on them, too, which is kind of cool. Nice. I, I updated mine to the Mickey statue. 
for now. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't put buzz. I'm so. They don't have a buzz. <gasps> I know. So I know. Uh, hey, if you've ever wanted to give a compliment to a cast member, now is your chance. Uh, Disney. Uh, while we all love Disney cast members, you can never hold back from saying thank you. You should always thank them. Uh, these mm-hmm. talented, passionate people have been making magic memories for 50 years, really, at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, you can thank a cast member by sending them an email, a tweet, or a compliment. And now, uh, truly, the official way to uh, to let Disney know about their good deeds is to head to the My Disney Experience app, where you can uh, uh, shout out to a cast member who's gone above and beyond. So first you need to go to the uh, My Disney Experience app and you'll start by clicking on the 50th Anniversary Experience Guide. So once you open up the get app, you got to scroll down a little bit and you'll see something that says 50th Anniversary Experience Guide. Click on that. At the very bottom of that page, you'll see something called Share a Compliment. And then uh, you'll select you know, where it happened and whatever. And there's the, the different things that you can select, like caring for my individual needs, celebrating a milestone, ensuring the location was sparkling clean, ensuring we felt uh, welcome and included, going above and beyond, helping me with a unique situation, helping us make memories, inspiring, uh, uh, keeping safety a priority, a whole bunch of reasons. But the weird thing that I did when I, because I, I going to do this, is you can't name the cast member. You only can name the location and what you want it to do. I was like, well, how does this help the cast member that helped me? You know? It doesn't. It helps Disney with their numbers of making a great guest experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so then what you'll uh, do is select the location of the cast member that was complimented. Location could be a theme park, Disney Springs, a hotel, boardwalk, ESPN, Wild World Sports, transportation, or other. And then you can specifically say the specific land or area. Uh, and then you can pick the department, like attractions, dining, shops, custodial entertainment. And then you click submit. And that's it. Yeah. So You get what you get. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The uh, the latest on Disney Genie rollout and individual attraction purchase, purchases uh, lineup at Walt Disney World brings uh, remaining on track to go live at Walt Disney World during October 2021, uh, shortly after the start of the resort's 50th anniversary celebration. Disney's yet to make an official announcement on a live date, uh, but since uh, the last update, sources say that the rollout of the Disney Genie has been pushed back a couple of weeks, shifting through the first week to the third week of October. Timing may shift further, and until officially announced, Disney should uh, all, all this should be treated like uh, speculation. Uh, for the West Coast, the debut in Disneyland is expected in the next, uh, excuse me, expected a few weeks after that. So they trumped it out. Everybody's really excited or really upset about it, and Disney's like. Hang on, let's let's rethink this. I think uh, they're rethinking pricing. I think they are as well. In addition to the shift in start date, the lineup of individual attraction purchases for Lightning Lane access is, is now expected to be, and I quote, at the studios would be Star Wars Rise of Resistance and Slinky Dog Dash. 
at the Magic Kingdom, you got Space Mountain and Seven Doors Mine Train. Weird. Epcot is the uh, Frozen Ever After and Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. And over at Disney's Animal Kingdom, you've got Expedition Everest and Avatar Flight of Passage. Those now have the Lightning Lane access. As a reminder, the attractions above are likely not included as a part of the $15 per day Disney Genie Plus and will require an individual attraction purchase to access the Lightning Lane. Pricing for for this option will vary by date, attraction, and park and is still to be announced. Uh, There have been some rumblings that the reliable speculation people say that this puts pricing between $4.00 and $24, depending on the date, attraction, and demand. Yeah, and that's being based off of what they're doing in Disneyland Paris as of current. So, so let, me, let me throw this out at you. They have the ability now to, you know, at the beginning of the day, they see Lightning Lanes, $10. And then later on, they'll be like, mm, no, 20, $22. And then they're like, mm, no, 10 bucks. I mean, they literally could just go, yes. Yet another money printing opportunity. Yeah. Crowds go up, price goes up. Yeah. And you wonder why people are so frustrated with Disney right now. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, maybe that's just me. It's you a know. little hard. It's a, pill, a hard hey, pill to swallow right now. That is actually very difficult. Hey, kids, how about a little headline news? And now, the headline news. Hey, there's a new uh, Cirque du Soleil web series where it takes fans behind the scenes of Drawn to Life. So if you want to know how they're putting that show together, go to the YouTubes and you can get it there. Uh, Main Street Confectionery reopens at the Magic Kingdom with a new 50th uh, treats. I think they had like over a dozen treats on Main Street there. That's very nice. Uh, Disney added lighting underneath the monorail. So the green monorail's got a green light. The blue monorail's got a blue light. The red monorail's got a red light. I think you get the picture. Uh, They look great at night. I think they're only at night. But my question is this. The monorail, I don't know if anybody knows this, but the monorails are driven by battery. So did they add more batteries for these lights? I mean, I know LED doesn't take a lot of power, but still, you know. Or what? is my monorail going to go dead on the beam between TTC and Epcot because the, well, they added lights? When they're in the stations, they're on recharging ports, right? Uh, 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 let's assume that. That's how it is for the uh, the attractions like uh, Runaway Railway. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Treasures of the Seven Seas reopened at the Magic Kingdom. This is the pirate game that you can do. You know, you get the map and then you have to go to the places and fun things happen. So the building is open. The game is uh, restarted again. Uh, Disney World's 50th anniversary annual pass cards are now available. If you have an old, you know, Mickey card, you can go to Guest Relations and get, um, I think it's Mickey, uh, pass holder card. Also, the 50th anniversary balloons are now in the Magic Kingdom. So Mm. if you need a 50th anniversary balloon for some strange reason, you can get them at the Magic Kingdom only. 
the Magic is Calling is, you know, the anthem for the 50th anniversary. And now you can get it on your streaming device. Just say, you know, whatever device, uh, you know, play The Magic is Calling. Mm. And it shall play. Mm. Uh, the Sasagula River Cruise is reopened and serving Disney Springs and uh, the resorts because, you know, the port's opening. Right. Well, Key West is already open. Uh, yeah. So time to start, you know, using some other transportation besides buses since they don't have enough of them. Yes. Or their drivers for them. Correct. Uh, inside the Main Street Cinema is now the new home to the 50th anniversary Walt Disney Vault Collection. All right, so let me put this in a little context for you. There are six collections being released throughout the month. One collection is at the Emporium in the middle of the store. The Vault Collection is at the Cinema. Two different things, two separate collections, and then I think in a couple weeks, there's six of them. So these are two, and I think one was at Disney World, uh, yeah, World of Disney. So there's still three more coming, and they're all going to be in different places. Which, and what are they, basically? I'm sorry to ask. Uh, there's like a, I can't remember the names. There's like a castle collection, a vault collection. Um, I, I can't remember the names. If you go to Shop Disney, I think they have all six of them at, towards the bottom of the page. Of what? Like plushes, purses? Each, yeah, each one has different things. Some are done by artists. Some are just regular merch. Some are plushes. Some are hats. Some are t-shirts. Okay. Yeah, it's all, each collection's got a little mix of something. Some are home goods, uh, but they're, they're mixing them up. Uh, hey, rehearsals are going to begin soon at Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular. So we may have a show. Hey, the Beauty and the Beast show is up and running. Yeah. I would have thought they would have done Fantasmic over this. Yeah. One would have thunk. But they figure, all right, we got the fireworks thing. That's a nighttime thing. Let's get the another show going, which can suck up uh, three thousand uh, people. You know, get them out of the the, the queues because yeah. there are no fast passes right now. Yeah. So I think that was their thinking. That um, that I'm is hoping. a show. That is a show that I love, and I really, really wish they would update it. Yeah. Yeah. Something new. Yeah. You know. Well, now's the uh, chance. I, I watched a, I watched a video of a cast member whose name was. Uh, whatever the the character's name is in the show is like Kevin. Uh -huh. He says, "So my name is Kevin, and I'm allowed to be called Kevin in the show." But the this character's name is Kevin in the show, and then we've got this other Kevin who can go by his name. So, at one performance, I think we had three or four Kevins running around. I'm like, "That's not confusing or anything. It's not yeah. like it's a stunt show. What could go wrong?" Yeah, Kevin, so, watch out. Yeah, watch out. Which Kevin. one? Which one? <laughs> uh, uh, this is great. I love the show. I'm a huge Indiana Jones fan. I'll cry um, when this new movie comes out because it's not anyway. So yeah, this is a, this is a great show. I've got some personal connections to the show, so I'm looking forward to it being back. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No. <clears throat> All right, my friend. So if you'd like to get your name on the list for the star Wars galactic cruiser, uh, packages. 
or you want to get on the list to find out when the Disney dining plans are announced, go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel, fill out the form, let them know what you're interested in, and you'll be put on the list to be notified as soon as possible. We want to thank our friends over at Disney, uh, excuse me, at Destinations to Travel for supporting the show. We want to encourage you to follow us on Facebook when it's up and running, Instagram when it's up and running, and YouTube. Uh, if you want to over at Disney parks podcast and then find, uh, find our home away from home at Disney parks, podcast.com. <coughs> Pardon me, where you'll find all of our show archives, our blog posts and, uh, links to some great friends, uh, and support some of our buddies doing some of the amazing support they do for Disney. If you want to support the show specifically, go to patreon.com forward slash Disney parks podcast, sign up. You get access to up to three shows. You can get the Disney by the numbers t-shirt sent to you and uh, got a lot of Disney swag there as well. Guys, thank you. On behalf of Tony Casanova, we want to appreciate each and every one of you, especially our Patreons. And if we don't see you online, we'll see each and every one of you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 